Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's episode is a message that I always share at the start of a new school year. One thing I've learned about children is you can't just tell them to be kind. You have to show them what kindness looks like by using real-life examples and stories because those are the seeds that make the deepest impact in their heart. Those are the seeds that get them thinking about what kind of person and friend they want to be. Moms often tell me that they share the story with their child when they're running for class officer or some other competitive position to get their heart and their mind in the right place. For us mothers, it's a good reminder of the influence that we have through our response to our children as they have victories and defeats in their life. I wrote this article 10 years ago, and the two girls in this story, Annie and Ella, are about to be sophomores in college. They are still great friends, and I firmly believe that it was little moments like this that happened in their childhood that set the stage for the friendship that is still going strong today. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy the show. When my daughter Ella was in fourth grade, she got in the car one day after school and announced her plan to run for student council. At her school, each class had a representative, and I was thrilled that she planned to put her name into the hat. Even if she didn't win, it would be a good experience. Ella told me that almost every girl in her class was running for student council, as well as one or two boys. As kindly as possible, I mentioned that the boys might have an advantage over the girls since the girl votes could be split, as that often happens in elections like this. I told Ella I was proud of her for putting herself out there and that she would make a great representative if she was elected. The next day after school, Ella got in my car and mentioned a dilemma that she and her friend Annie had figured out. On Friday, all the candidates were supposed to give a speech. Since our family had already made plans to go to the beach on Friday, Ella wouldn't be there to give her talk. But Annie had a great idea, Ella said, referencing one of her best friends who was in Ella's class that year. She suggested that I do a video speech and she'll play it for everyone. I was very touched by this suggestion from Annie. Why? Because Annie was running against Ella for student council. Yet instead of treating Ella like a competitor, she treated her like a friend. Ella's teacher agreed to the video speech, so we made it and sent it on. I didn't think much more about the election until Friday afternoon around 3 p.m., when I was soaking up an ocean view of the Gulf Coast and received an email from Ella's teacher. She had great news. Ella had won the election. Her classmates had voted her onto the student council. Our family hugged and congratulated Ella, and I could tell by the shy smile on her face what her peers' vote of confidence meant to her. About 10 minutes later, my cell phone rang. It was Annie's mom, one of my close friends, calling us from her cell. We are so thrilled about Ella, she said, her voice joyful and triumphant. It was the first thing Annie told me when she got in the car. She's so excited. We couldn't be happier if it had happened to her. The phone call didn't surprise me because that was typical for this family. What caught me off guard was the timing of the call. These were 10-year-old girls, after all, and 10-year-old emotions can be fragile. Their automatic instinct isn't always genuine happiness for a friend who got something that they wanted. Had the tables been turned, I'm not sure that phone call would have happened quite so fast. We may have had to work through a little disappointment, if even for a minute, before focusing on our friend. But to Annie and her mom, a victory for Annie's best friend was a victory for Annie. A win for one was a win for both. If you ask me, that's the perfect illustration of true friendship. It's how friendships should work at every level and age. All four of my girls have found friends similar to Annie. And while no friendship is perfect, I've been surprised by some of the kindness I've seen at young ages. They know how to look out for a friend. They get it. And can I tell you what their kind friends almost always have in common? 
kind mothers. Time and time again, I've become friends with the moms that I meet through my children's best friends because they are good souls too. I don't think it's a coincidence that their children are too. We all want to raise kind daughters. We want our daughters to be good friends and to have good friends too. And while I give Annie full credit for supporting Ella, after all, she was the one who suggested the video and was quick to celebrate her win, I know that she didn't pull that mindset out of thin air. I know that she picked up that mindset from her family because that's how her mother and father both think. A win for a friend is a win for both girls. Kindness among young girls doesn't start on the playground or in the locker room. It starts at home. Most notably, it starts with kind mothers raising kind daughters. Our daughters see how we treat our friends. They also notice how we treat their friends. If we treat their friends as competitors, our daughters will treat them the same way. If we love their friends like we love our own children, they're more likely to see them as sisters and part of the family. Keep in mind it wasn't just Annie who was cheering when Ella won student council. It was Annie's mother, too. She was just as enthusiastic. Can I tell you what that meant to me? Can you imagine the trust that that added to our relationship? Quite honestly, I think it's a little rare for both a mother and a daughter to instinctively rejoice as these two did. Then again, maybe it just proves the point. We moms rub off on our girls. Over time, our way of thinking becomes their way of thinking. And if we want to raise kind daughters, then we need to start by being kind mothers. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, my new book for moms called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive is now available everywhere books are sold. This book is for girl moms and boy moms and full of encouragement no matter what season of parenting you're in. Find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.